Welcome to Now Entering Forever. On this episode, we're going to be getting into the question of who are we? Better yet, who are you? We are, you are who we imagine ourselves to be. Each of us being a collection of our experiences, yet those experiences only last as long as we remember them. So are we who we're remembered to be, or are we a summary of what our memory has the capacity to remember us as? Are we born alone to be alone? But how could we be alone when everything we've been born into connects us? It takes two to create one, but you can't make two without one. Are we individuals or are we together? Even when called everyone, it calls for every one. Does this resonate with anyone? These might be just some thoughts, but what are thoughts? Come to think about it, would we have any thoughts if we didn't think about it? Wouldn't a thought be information? Do thoughts consist of information previously learned? If there was nothing learned, then what would we think? Would we think? Are we only able to think what we are taught or how we are taught to think? Who are we? Better yet, who are you? We are, you are, who we think ourselves to be. Each of us being an accumulation of our thoughts. Yet these thoughts are only as we choose them. So are we everything we thought? Or are we just an ever-evolving form of what we continue to think? Now, all in all, what is the possibility of us being just smaller parts of a larger piece? You think about cells inside of a body, cells inside of animals, cells inside of plants. The cells are just smaller parts of a bigger entity. So could we just be the cells of a bigger entity? What are the, what are the chances of this? I feel it's a big possibility. This is a vast world, a vast galaxy, vast solar system we have, and we're just a tiny piece in it. But we're so enthralled with our day-to-day and the things that go on in our lives that we often forget about the bigger picture Uh, We make up the bigger picture. We're like puzzle pieces. And each of us being a very important piece. Because without us, how would this happen? How would this person be affected to become who they're meant to be if they never interacted with this person at a certain point in their life? Those things are very important because... They're all predestined. In my opinion, they're all predestined. If you sit and you look at every event in your life and who you are now, if your interaction or if your um, experience never happened at this time, at this place, with this person, or, or with these things never happened, then you wouldn't be who you are now. Even though you might not feel that who you are now isn't the best version of you, that doesn't mean you're not who you're supposed to be right now. You can always decide to become that best version of you. But let's for a minute think, where and why did this all begin? We have many religions and philosophers and scientists and people who will give us theories and explanations on how, why, and where Life itself began, the universe was created, and all these different ideas. But 
which one is right? Which one is wrong? Are any of them right or wrong? Could they be all right if we believe them? Or could they be all wrong if we believe? Is that decision totally just based up to us? Is it is it possible that every one of those play a small part or are just puzzle pieces as well inside of a bigger picture? Could that be what's going on here? Now, what are we if we... If we take away all the labels that we've been given over the course of time, um, whether it be your height, your age, your sex, your um, your color, your um, what else? There's there's a label for everything. If, if you take away all those labels, if you sit down and write down every label you've been given, or just think about every label you've been given and just toss it out the window for a minute, and let's think, what are you without all these labels? You individually, what are you without all these labels that you've been given or that you've given yourself? What are you? Who are you? You sit and think about that. You get a very, very great question. (laughs) You might be there for a minute trying to figure out the answer. It's not as simple as it seems. It's it's important you understand the singular because then you can understand the plural. If you know who you are, you can understand who everyone is or you can understand who we are. Because whether you believe it right now or not, all of us are connected individually. The results of one can affect many. We see it all the time in the day-to-day, whether it be in good deeds or what we consider to be good deeds or what we consider to be bad deeds. When one thing happens, it's, it's like a snowball effect. It affects a certain group of people, and that certain group of people react, and it'll affect a larger group of people, and that larger group of people react, and it affects an even bigger group of people. And then it's just it's a snowball effect. But this all started somewhere. I don't but where? There is no effect without a cause. There is a big cause and a big effect. But what exactly was the cause and the effect? Did something decide that, hey, I'm going to create more of everything to experience myself from many perspectives? Or was there a, a big bang out in space somewhere? Or are there these other mythical explanations or what we consider to be mythical explanations, but they could actually be factual, depending on your level of belief and your level of understanding and your conscious enlightenment and so many other factors that come into play. But like I said, these are all still labels. All labels. If we never had labels, then one. But let's look at thoughts. Thoughts are information, but information comes from outside of us. So, are any of our thoughts really our own? Can we lay claim to any thought we have? Now, our brain, the receiver of these thoughts, and where some consider thoughts are formed, 
it's it's an organ just like your heart and your lungs but really are thoughts being created in the brain our thoughts are something you know that's tangible you know so how can they be created in the brain our brain is full of all these neurons and networks that connect our that connect our body and run it and operate it but really what is created inside of there or is it received and transmitted so information that's received from an outside source as a frequency in our brain is able to transmit those frequencies not only send out frequency in the form of what we call thought but receive frequency in the form of what we call thought just as our language is just the bending of air to make specific sounds that we can understand we pick it up as frequency we're able to speak at a certain frequency and bend the air around us to create certain sounds that we're able to understand individually that's what language is the manipulation of sound manipulation of the air around you by your tongue in order to communicate what you're saying where we do it all the time but it's something that if you're not aware of then you kind of downplay what it is you know um but it's important these things are important because the more you become aware of yourself, who you are, what you are, the things that go on inside of you, with you, the things that not only go on inside of you, go on outside of you, that happen around you, to you, the more you become aware of that, the more you better understand who you are, what you are, where you are, and everything that goes on around you. It's important. So my QOTD is... What is life itself? In question, also, what is death itself? Um, they're just, honestly, they're parallels of each other. But are either, are either something concrete? Are either of them something that's justifiably real? Is life itself and death itself both just an experience, just one singular experience, not something separate of, but just an experience that has two sides to it, or we assume now two sides of it. I mean, we, a lot of the things that we understand are based of, or feel like we understand, are just based off of assumption. I mean, life itself, it's, it's just like, it's a large school, a planetary school, a universal college and each certain amounts of i mean we know time isn't real and i'm okay time isn't real so each segment of your life each period of growth exponential growth in your life as you evolve mentally physically and spiritually they're basically like semesters in college and i mean you know, as we grow, it's the same. It's the same schematics, just like being. Um, you know, when you're a kid and you're growing up, and you're going to school, you're being taught things by your family first, and then as you get older and you get to school, you're you're being 
taught things to our teachers, and then you go through all these grades of school, and then you graduate. And if you go to college, then you learn in college, but you get out and you graduate from college, and you learn. And if you go to a, a job, you learn at work. Um, if you go to a sport or something like that, you learn at your sport. You learn from your coaches. You learn from your teammates. If you go just out into life itself. You learn from your experiences in life. But you're always learning. Most people are. Once you stop learning or become less aware of what you're supposed to be learning, that's when you come to a kind of a standstill in your um, your life or you just come across repetitive lessons. Um, But most people... Some people don't even become aware of the lessons. If you don't become aware of the lesson, then you're just stagnant at a certain point in life. And awareness, I believe, is like the key to unlocking almost any door. Because you need a certain depth of awareness in order to perceive things and the manner that will put you where you want to be or where you're aiming to be. But are these things predestined? If you're already aware that you're not where you want to be or you feel you should be, then you're already a step towards being where you want to be or where you decide to be. So, what is putting all that into play? Is it something cosmic? Is it thoughts and frequencies that surround us? Are they the thoughts and frequencies that come from others? Or is there like a central location? Or one central location sending out these frequencies that our brain picks up and transmits into these thoughts. And each frequency sent out is just perceived differently. Send out one frequency, but we all perceive it differently based on our brain's ability to transmit it. Or are there multiple central locations where frequencies are being sent out that we're able to perceive? And based on the frequency that you resonate with the most is the one that you pick up on. So say there's a frequency, a central location frequency that's sending out um, these povertized thoughts and actions. And based on the vessel that you have and your thought process and the things you entertain on the daily and that you've tuned your brain into picking up, then you will pick up those signals. Or say there's another central location sending out frequencies of peace. And if those are the frequencies that you've come to align yourself with and your vessel with, then that's something you pick up on and you continue to bounce off of you. You bounce that frequency off of you as well. You emit that frequency. And what if there's like a central one for um, success and money and good health and 
all these different ones. And our brain is just transmitting, picking up on these signals and giving these, these signals and frequencies and giving these signals and frequencies out as they come in. And as we tune our vessel to receive, sound is universal. Same as energy. And we're able to pick up on both of those. There's something that's a part of energy being a part of everything. Sound being a part of a lot of things. And they play a very important role in our life. So, the question is, are we like instruments of the universe? Like scientific tools, genetic inventions. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> That's another question for you. What are we? So if you're listening, I would like for you to send me a message, give me your response on what you think we really are. Let's get into this. I want to dive deeper into this and get a greater understanding and become a lot more enlightened on what we are. Not what we perceive ourselves to be, but what we are. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you've been enlightened from this session. Have an amazing day.